Hey, welcome to the Can of Queens. Why don't you settle in, fire up, and let's talk about it. Hey. <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're back. I'm still mentally in the Bahamas, but I am here. <laughs> here I am. I Thank want to be you for mentally and physically in the Bahamas. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, yes, it was nice. It was nice for sure. Well, I was there. I was here holding down the fort. Mm. Uh, you know, I let the people know that at least one of us was gone. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. The following week, here we, we are. Got, we got the last episode. A little later in the week, actually, I think I released that on Sunday. So you kind of got an episode. We got it was like a half and half. Yeah, it was a little bit of last week and a little bit of the week before. There you mm-hmm. go. Cute, but yeah. yes, yes, yes. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Another day. We're actually uh, recording a day later than we normally do. But yes, that's okay. Stress got the best of me. It's all good. It is all good. We are in there. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, business. Mm -hmm. We need to take care of the business. We do. The business. What's the business, girl? What's the business? (laughs) What you puffing on over there? Mm. Same thing I'm always puffing on because I got (laughs) two ounces. Um, but oh tonight, instead of my 50-50 um, purple diesel, purple gorilla, I just went straight purple diesel tonight. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did mm. just begin germinating some, some white widow seeds. Oh, yes. So you can all uh, follow me on my journey of becoming a cultivator of the flower. We'll see how it goes. We can't <laughs> wait. The update. We will have the updates here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We will have the updates right here. So, mm-hmm. What are you puffing on? Well, since I decided that I'm not going to go to the store tonight, Instead, I'm going to uh, probably cook the chicken that's in the refrigerator and make my stir fry like a like a good little person. <laughs> uh, I decided that I can smoke something heavier than I was going to uh, tonight. I um, let me remember the real name of this. Of course, it's a king roll. Mm. Um, which, if you guys don't know that this brand, if you live in California, you might be able to find it. King roll is uh, cannabis oil and keep infused. So, so she has got a lot going on. This is she is rolled and Keith. Yeah, they're the most beautiful (coughs) joints I have ever seen in my life. These things are like rolled in oil, and then they're rolled rolled in Keith, and they are so pretty and so tasty. I wish you could see it through the. Through the universe, right? <laughs> just floating into the ether. Just look mm. up and see my, see what I'm smoking on tonight. So tonight is wedding cake, uh, flower, and strawberry fields cannabis oil. Mm. So it tastes like strawberry, strawberry fields shortcake. forever. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So. That's what we're smoking on tonight. So I'm still mm-hmm. here. I'm still here, not floating off into the ether. Right now, right now. Right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out something yesterday, actually, that I do have to touch on. What'd you find out? Uh, my mom is trying to get her entire work to listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> so, all right, Mama. Shout out to my mom. I see you, Sil. I see you, girl. Uh, shout out to my mama 
And to the employees of Publix, mm. I'm tell you what location that is. Uh, to the employees of Publix, we salute you here. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We dig it. Um, I like a chicken tender sub. Oh eat bread. <laughs> with barbecue sauce and ranch. And cheddar cheese and bacon. <laughs> are, are we placing an order? What, what is happening? I was just thinking, if they like what they're hearing, they might want to bring me a sandwich. That's all. <laughs> oh my god I can't I can't uh, tonight tonight we're mad we, ladies and gentlemen we are angry queens this week this week if you've been hiding under a rock or or you've simply just tuned out or you're not on social media which I've discovered there are quite a few people that have abandoned social media. We, uh, the world, received some news this week that, I don't remember the guy's name. What was the guy that wrote the thing? that wrote? I it? don't even remember. I don't remember. Point. Some judge. Who cares? Um, that there is the potential, because it had, nothing's been confirmed, nothing's been voted on, we haven't done any They vote that. Wednesday, I think. They Wednesday, vote Wednesday is the day. Right. So it is the threat is now present that uh, Roe versus Wade could get overturned. And of course, that hit the fan like, you know, like owl shit. Like it was just everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. Just a whole shit show, dude. It's unbelievable. Which is unbelievable. We are in 2022. And we are talking about something that was fought to get in the first fucking place. We, this was all, we already fought for this. We didn't because we weren't there. But uh, yeah. the, the women that were involved back then, mm. uh, the women of that time, I should say, they already fought hard for this. Like, this was the, the we've already been through the upheaval for this. And I, we as a country, I mean, we've, we as women, I mean, we have already done this. Why in the hell are we talking about this again? I knew as soon as our lady who art in heaven, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, be thy name. I knew as soon as she passed away, we'd be dealing with this shit. Absolutely ridiculous. This day and time, we this shouldn't be. We shouldn't be talking about this. There's it's we have insane. bigger fish to fry. We have bigger fish to fry as individuals, as people, as a country. We have bigger fish to fry than this. And I and I don't even know what to say. Like. When the when the news dropped and I happened to be on Instagram, when everything went down, I thought I had it actually took a second to register. Yeah, I thought, no way. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I was like, this is I said, which one? <laughs> I was like, what case? And like it really it I really took me a minute and I thought you guys must be bored. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you're more than bold. You're more than bored. They're, you're, they got to pick anti- on women for a little while. You're anti-women, first of all. But mm-hmm. you're, bo- you're bored. You are bored. You have nothing else to do. So now that seemingly, seemingly, we don't have anybody on our side with the notorious RBG being gone, First of all, that's a mistake. That thinking is a mistake. Because <laughs> pissed off a bunch of women. All right. We'll see how far you get. Watch. <laughs> we'll see how far you get. 
So, you thought Trump's cronies were bad. Listen, I'm just kidding. We're not storming their Capitol building. Women have brains. No. Right. <clears throat> right. Except the ones that were in that fiasco. Except the ones that were poisoned by whatever they were drinking. I mean... That you know, you're a product sense. of your environment, I guess, but... I guess, but... Mm. No. Uh-huh. No. So our topic tonight is bodily autonomy. That's what we're talking about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm indeed. so sorry if you're joining us from Publix tonight looking to giggle and we're bumming you out with our... <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Go listen to one of the other ones first. I promise we're funny. Right. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but for those of you unaware uh, of the definition of bodily autonomy, let me enlighten you. Give uh, it to us. Give it to us. The p- bodily autonomy is the power of women or men to make choices about their own bodies without facing coercion or violence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically, I should be able to do what I want with my own body without your input. Mm-hmm. Anybody's input, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm into that. So it looks like that's what that's that's where we are right now. That's what's under under scrutiny. Yeah. This this thing that these people are looking to do. And let's be honest, it's a bunch of old white dudes. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out in big leather chairs discussing our bodies to which they've never had, mm-hmm. have never dealt with, and have no idea <laughs> what it is like over here. They have a completely different set of parts, and they are over here making decisions for women. Now, mm-hmm. this is somewhere that we learn. Uh, I want to say it's grade school. Didn't we learn about our body and learn to tell people no? Didn't we do that? If anybody ever comes near you, you yell no. Mm. I seem to want to remember that elementary mm. school. Something mm-hmm. like that. That this is your body and nobody can touch you. That's right. You get to stick your hand out and say no to strangers, especially strangers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are we doing? It's like, what are we doing? Are we just out here just going to give people, women advice on whether we ask for it or not about what we, what we can and cannot do with our bodies? Are you... You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of what we just did with mm. COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. They were they were tossing them vaccines around like candy <laughs> mm-hmm. and giving people mandatory things. Oh yes, vaccine mandates—they're a thing. Like. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. And it's bodily. On... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Bodily autonomy is extremely important. And the level of involvement that the gov- government has in our personal medical choices and decisions is frankly frightening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it continues to get worse. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I don't understand why that has to be. It's setting that, a very dangerous precedence. It is. To tell someone, hey, I'm going to take away your livelihood if you don't do this. You have to carry that baby and you have to have this vaccine. Yeah, you have to. 
you don't you have, have a choice. No choice. I don't really care about your health issues. Nope. That could be affected by either of those things. Mm-mm. I don't care about that. Oh, I you could care. die? Don't care. Yeah, I don't care about that. I need my number of people for this, that, or the other mm-hmm. to be at this level. And we're, we're not enough or we're too high right now. So we have to fix it. And you don't get a choice. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that is right. No. Nothing about that is right. You know, it's gotten really dangerous to the health insurance company's involvement in medical decisions. Oh, yeah. I have sat with my doctor and come up with mutual decisions as far as, like, what our best plan of action is and, like, this medication will work best for you for this. Okay, great. We send the prescriptions off and the health insurance company says, yeah, we're not going to pay for that. And the yeah. pharmacy says, mm, that's going to cost you $400. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Well. You know, you really don't, I mean, you really don't give a damn about me. This <laughs> is whether or not you know, this is whether or not you how much are how much are you gonna spend or must, how much must, are you gonna have to pay? Must try the cheaper, more habit forming drug first. Right. Because this way something else will probably go wrong because there's a side effect to this. Mm-hmm. So they'll have to come back mm-hmm. to remedy that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just have them in the, you know, in the system. We'll just have them in the healthcare or the drug system. I mean, they're all legal and everything, but mm-hmm. the effect is the effect is the same. You're going to have to keep going back for more because the, you know, oh, yeah. and it's like, where does it end? It doesn't. Like, where does that end? And of course, you know, doctors are always in the pocket of somebody. Mm-hmm. Most doctors. I shouldn't say all of them, most of them, because there's some doctors that have left. Or somebody's in their pocket. Right. There, there's a kickback coming from somewhere. I mm-hmm. do know some doctors that have left the loop. And so they don't even deal with insurance. Drug reps and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't deal with any of that stuff. They they operate their own practices, and they have their own set of you know things that they do. But a lot of doctors, when a new drug comes out, they get pushed to push it on somebody to find somebody to try it. Mm-hmm. And heaven forbid, it's for something common like high blood pressure, mm. diabetes. You know, and all of the, you know, all those other things that could happen to a person. I mean, it's like, where, where does that stop? When do I get to say, hey, look, I don't want to take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, my like friend, it. is where informed consent comes in. That's, I mean, that's the magic thing. Uh, what do you, I don't want to take that. Mm-hmm. They must tell you. Lay it all out on the table for you. Mm-hmm. And you can come. That's when your informed consent. You can say, nope, I'm not taking that. And that's your right. Uh, yeah, of course it is. Mm-hmm. You don't get to tell me. You know, I've and I've and I've, I've probably read it. Um, there was a group that I was in. I won't name the group, but there was a group that I was in. And it was a PCOS group. And the, the women were just complaining about, some of them, about their doctors. They had their doctors telling them, if you don't take this, then you're going to dot, dot, dot. And it was always something really mm. scary and detrimental and, you know, yep. or something really, really, you know, 
untrue. Serious. And <laughs> and more often than not untrue, but very, very serious. And you're already talking to someone who A is scared, because especially if they've never been diagnosed with something before. Mm-hmm. They're already scared. All they want to do is help and they're expecting you to be the expert. And so right. all you do is just give them this thing. I mean And now that I think about it, because I actually don't go to the doctor that much, but whenever I, uh, when I was younger, I didn't care. But, you know, nowadays, I don't know that I've ever had a doctor lay out for me what a medication does. Mm. I don't think I've ever had a doctor that did that, that told me, okay, this is what it is. It's going to treat this, this, and this. But they don't tell you about any Mm-mm. of the side effects or any of the, they don't tell you about any of that stuff because see, there's some things back in the day, cause I, I don't take anything now, but like, especially if it was asthma related, um, you know, there's steroids and all these oh, other yeah. kinds of things. And it's like, when you're in your mid twenties, early steroids 20s, are so bad for you. They're bad. And you don't know that though. All you mm-hmm. know is that you can't breathe. And you, but still, even thinking back, doctor never told me, oh, yeah, well, this is going to treat the air, con- the constriction in your lungs and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but this thing may increase your heart rate. Mm-hmm. You may gain weight. Mm-hmm. You, you know, this may happen and this may happen and this may happen. I've only given you a certain amount of pills because if you go over this date, then something can happen to your liver. And, you know, dot, dot, dot. Um, I was old enough to say, I don't want that. Mm-mm. If somebody had explained that to me. Right. I don't think Sometimes, I've ever received informed consent, informed consent. Like I was drinking a lot of Zevia, which is delicious. Oh, yeah. If you can tolerate Stevia, Zevia is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart does not like stevia. Oh. If I have a large amount of stevia, I have a bunch of um, PACs, which is like um, my atrial whatever, much, much, call it. It's called mm-hmm. premature atrial contracture. So basically, the valve is shutting and the, my blood is like still rushing and it like slams up against oh. the, the, the valve, mm-hmm. which makes it feel that like thudded heart. Yeah. Yeah. The stevia does that to me oh. and it's all day long. Some of them make me like lightheaded. Oh yeah. So I was hmm. like, okay, maybe I should stop drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. just to be safe, I went to the cardiologist and I did all the things. And, um, you know, I first I went to patient first because I was a little frightened and sure. I was starting to get a little bit lightheaded when it happened. And I was like, okay, this is scary. So she was like, well, I can give you some medicine to make it stop, but like, it's going to make you feel pretty yucky. Like, oh. the medicine. She was like, it makes you feel really bad. And I was like, okay, or I could just stop drinking this soda and not take any medicine. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Everyone is so eager to give me medicine. And the oh, doctors yeah. are so eager to pass it out. And Yeah. Why, are, oh, why yeah. don't we just stop drinking the Zevia, you know? Exactly. I don't, I don't know. Again, I feel like I feel like I have a disclaimer. I'm not talking about all doctors, okay? Mm-hmm. If your grandpa is a doctor and he's an upstanding guy and he's cool, we're not talking about him. We're talking about the doctor's office that you walk into and you're sitting on the little thing and the doctor can't even remember your name because he's got so many patients and he only hears three words that you say and while you're talking he's already thinking of what medicine to give you right we're talking about that guy because they're not listening 
and they're not thinking about getting to the root of your problem, mm-hmm. which may or may not even be physical. You just right. don't know. You might need to see a psychologist or something who you don't you don't know. <laughs> this is the person that you know that isn't really invested in your care. Right. That's who we're talking about. That's, it's like a say you have a dairy sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor and you say, "Oh God, my stomach. I get the poops. I'm in the bathroom all night. I can't get off the toilet. My stomach hurts so bad." It happens every time I eat ice cream. And the doctor's like, well, here's this medicine for this and this medicine for that. And this medicine will help you stop pooping and, you know, start eating more yogurt and maybe take a probiotic. And like, instead of stopping and saying, well, maybe just don't eat the ice cream. Did you ever think that maybe you might be a little bit lactose intolerant? Like, Right. Yeah. That would be much better. That would be much better. Um, that's so much more commonplace. Yeah. Instead of writing me prescriptions for everything, did you hear any of the preceding stuff that I said? Mm-hmm. I said that I ate ice cream and, you know, whatever, and cheese, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after I do that, I feel like this. Well, Common sense then maybe say, just don't do that. Don't do that. Why do you need a pill for it? Well, now if you're crazy and you're going <laughs> to continue to eat dairy, knowing full well that... Lactate, honey. Lactate. That you've got <laughs> dairy issues you, and you've already told the doctor that you're going to continue to do that and then he's offering a pill? Okay, that's why he's offering the pill, sweetie. Because you just told him... <laughs> that that dairy has you in a chokehold. <laughs> I am not willing to stop eating ice cream, so I invested in lactate. <coughs> get you some. I'm telling you. There, I mean, the older I get, you, the less tolerant I am. There it is. <clears throat> if you can't find it over the counter and you need something stronger than that, that's why he's offering you the pill. Don't go get mad at him for that because you, you set the stage, baby. You did that. But, so good. Yes. So that, you know, all brings us back to one. Women in this country have always been and will always be second or third on the amount of melanin you have in your skin class Mm -hmm. citizens in this country yeah which is interesting in and of itself like it's if you're if you're a woman you're already there heaven forbid (laughs) heaven forbid you add an an ethnicity on top of it don't you be any darker than beige honey listen I'm telling you (laughs) It's like, don't be, listen, don't be both. That's like. No. Oh, both, honey. Both is, is, let me tell you what. Being both is interesting. It's a very interesting place to be. Now, don't get me wrong. I like me. I am perfectly fine with me. I have no desire to be anybody else but me. Um, but it's, it's certainly, certainly interesting. It's certainly interesting the way uh, the way that I navigate as a lot of people that I know navigate through the world being not only a woman but also a woman of color is very interesting. Mm, women of color are so disrespected in this country. I can't. And yeah. It's and have been since the dawn <laughs> of time. The dawn of since the time. white man came in and took over. The dawn of time. And it's, you know, and being here, being now in, in this space, especially with with this going on, for one thing, mm. um, it's baffling. I don't even know, I don't even know what that would look like. Cause- yes, the maternal mortality rate in this country was why they legalized it in the first place. And here we are 
still with the highest maternal mortality rate among developed nations. And we're trying to force women, more women, into childbirth when we have the highest maternal mortality rate in among developed nations. Like, how does this make any sense? I don't, I, it, I don't know. I don't know what anybody is thinking. I read something today. Oh, I read something today that I hope was fake. I was half asleep when I saw it. So I don't know if it was a real tweet or not. <clears throat> I don't tweet. Tweets come, people screenshot tweets and put them on Instagram. This is how I see the tweets. I saw somebody said something along the lines of there, there was um, basically they're forcing women to have these children to put them up for adoption so that people who want kids can find them. That's not even fucking true, first of all, because there are many, many, so. many, 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 many children in this country. Oh, there's a ton. Are orphaned or in the foster care system because their there's parents can't take care of them and there aren't enough people to take care of the children in the system that we already. Do have. So that's I didn't bullshit. think I didn't think it was accurate, but the person that I thought posted it looked like he looked the part. Again, this was at five forty-two this morning. Um, <laughs> my eyes may These people used to say that shit to me all the time. Well, why are you going through fertility treatments? There are so many kids that need help. You should just adopt them. And I'm like. But Do you know if how I, hard it is to adopt a child in the United States of America? It's it cheaper for me so to hard. go through IVF. It's so hard. It's really hard because I looked it up. It's really hard. Very hard. And, and really it's very, very expensive. Very Ridiculously expensive. Which, expensive. Is, which is absolutely Gross. insane. It's insane. Yeah. Like, so this is, you know, this is what we want to force people to go through, you know? You want right. to force a 19-year-old girl to have to make a decision to hold her baby in her arms and say goodbye and hand this child over to who knows who. And, right. you know, God knows what ha is going to happen to this child. But what you do know is that whoever this person is that you handed over your child to was going to profit immensely from you yeah. essentially donating your child to them. Yeah. Because what are you getting? Nothing but a broken heart Nothing. and severe trauma. And not to mention the changes to your body. There's some things that just aren't. It's not something's not gonna might not feel right for a while. Come in. It'll take a, like a year for your uterus to heal completely. Your placenta, Jeez. by the time you deliver, is the size of a dinner plate. Yikes! And when that detaches from the inside of your uterus, it leaves a wound that has to heal. Yeah. That's and it not... takes takes a very long time for your body to return to normal. That's why it's so inhumane that we force the we force women to go back to work at six weeks after labor. Right. I know women that had a baby and a week later were back at work. Not I said the cat. Because they couldn't afford to be out of work. Mm -mm. It's not worth going through all that if you're not gonna if you. I mean, some people, some people do do it. They still do it because they would rather give the baby for adoption. They don't mind mm -hmm. being pregnant. There are people that do that. There's people yeah. that do it on purpose, purpose surrogates. They do it on purpose that, yeah. because that's their thing. They're mm -hmm. helping this couple or person to have the baby that they want. Yeah. That is, that is fine. That is their choice to do that. Yes. But if I was 22... And heaven forbid, got attacked in a back alley somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, three months later, something's weird because I didn't notice it till now. They don't care. You got to carry that baby. Damn it. I'll be damned. 
I'm pregnant by this person and I don't even know them because they attacked me. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me that I have to carry this kid who I don't, who, well, I personally want kids, but not from being attacked by someone. That's, Mm -hmm. that's not, no. So you're telling me that I have to have this kid look at this kid if I'm not going to put him up for adoption and I'm going to raise him knowing where he came from. Mm-hmm. That's a repeated whether, trauma every single day. And whether whether I can afford that or not. Mm-hmm. Or whether Se- I have room for him or not. Or whatever. Se- 75%, according to the Guttmacher Institute, 75% of abortions happen in the United States because the pregnant the woman that is pregnant is poor 75% 62 are religiously affiliated mm-hmm. and isn't that funny mm-hmm. that it seems mm-hmm. to be that religion is what is driving this attack on women autonomy which is crazy mm-hmm. that's crazy 60 percent also already have a child to care for and cannot support another so we're forcing these women i think that's the one that gets me the most she's telling you i can't do this yeah it doesn't matter it whether she's married or not doesn't matter whether she's single or not doesn't matter. And these Whether same people that are forcing matter. her into it are going to mock her relentlessly for using government assistance to get by. Right. Because they made her carry a baby that she could not support. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So what's better? Bringing a child into trauma and poverty and nothing but struggle and sadness or do we sometimes even before there's a heartbeat Mm -hmm. allow this ball of cells Mm -hmm. that does not yet have a heartbeat Mm-hmm. In some cases, does. Yeah, sometimes. Depends. You got time to think about it. Do we spare both the heartache and pain and the struggle and the sadness? And don't think for a second you're sparing a woman anything because a, a woman will carry that with them to the day they die. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's not by by a woman choosing to terminate a pregnancy does not let her off the proverbial hook. Mm-mm. There's because... not one woman I know that wasn't, you know, there's no one that goes into an abortion happy. No. No one that's in their right mind an abortion no no it's not even women that were raped no it's very very difficult now i i mean and i'm 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 speaking in an energetic sense because i obviously have not experienced that but i can i can almost feel how first of all terrifying Mm-hmm. Terrifying. And the younger you are, the more terrified you are. Oh gosh. Yes. Terrifying. And you think, you know, think of this thirteen year thirteen year old little girl whose parents don't know where she is. Right. Her boyfriend brought her in or whatever. Right. Terrified. She's terrified. Terrified. I, and even at that age, 
even at that age, they're old enough to know yeah. what I'm what they're doing. They're old enough to know I'm gonna They go may not this. be able to grasp the you know, the the real true gravity of the situation. But whether you're thirteen or you're thirty one. Yeah. You get it. It's stick it's 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 there. You know what's happening. Mm-hmm. The you know, you uh, the range of emotions that are there is just the you will feel that often because it's just it's something that is very, very personal. It's personal. It doesn't mm-hmm. have a thing to do with anybody else. It is personal. I could see where not that he'd be involved because it's still fucking personal. But I could see if it was something like you were married and the baby was sick or something. And they said, if this kid is born, he's going to have problems. You know, mm-hmm. and you and your husband have to make that decision. I, I understand that. That is sure. an exception. Sure. I understand sure. that. He, he would have a voice at that point mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, I don't want to lose my wife. Right. Because it sounds, this birth sounds dangerous you know, it sounds like I could lose them both. I don't want to lose my wife. We can just, we can try again if we want. Like it's, you know, but I don't want, you know, I don't want my wife to be ill. I don't want my baby to come out and be ill and sad. And we're going to have to, you know, he might not live a full life or, or whatever the case may be. He would have a voice at that point. That I understand. It's still her decision. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he'd weigh in. Whether you're married or not, it's still your body. There's no possession. You're not a possession. Right. <laughs> you're, not a, you're not a possession. Your husband doesn't own you. Right. That's, you still <clears throat> get to make decisions about your own body. Used to be that way. And I think there's, that's why there's so much of this, we need your husband's permission because it's so antiquated and that's just the way it's always been done. Mm-mm. So it's just not changed. And I'm sorry. I am a fully formed, fully functioning 37-year-old woman. You don't need his fucking permission for nothing. I wouldn't ask either. Unless I couldn't give it to you. Mm-mm. That's the only time he speaks for me is when I can't speak for myself. There you go. I'm not I'm not going to ask you for anything. I don't need Mm-mm. your permission. Mm-mm. I don't need your permission. And don't you dare. I used to have um and you know, this is it is a culture thing and I am not by any means knocking it. I appreciate other people's culture and I try very hard not to judge the things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But as a hairdresser, mm-hmm. I would have Indian and Pakistani men come in mm-hmm. and tell me how I was going to style their wife's hair and would stand there and watch me do it. And of course, as a very loud American woman, I'm like, oh, hell no. You're not going to tell me, (laughs) you know, now as a fully formed adult, I'm like, okay, I understand it. Now this is part of their culture. If this is what she wants me to do, then I will speak to her husband. But, you know, at like 25, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, what do you want me to do with (laughs) your hair? Mm -mm. No, that's the thing. Like, no, no. I talk to you, not him. <laughs> but it's now totally... I'm like, okay, out of respect, yeah. if you would like for me to speak to your husband, I will speak to your husband. But that, I mean, but that is, but she, Stop. but that is, that is of her choosing, her own choice. That That's is her, her choice. Own choice. She mm-hmm. practices what she wants to practice. She lives where she wants to live. She's married That's to their culture and their their. Right. understanding of what it is to be married and that's fine if hey whatever tickles your fancy man mm-hmm. i'm into it mm-hmm. whatever 
I can appreciate it. It's not for me. It's not for me, but I can certainly understand. There's, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like decades old, you know, tradition of that. Like, like they're like the culture is built that way. Mm -hmm. I have a very much. It's very much a not for me, but you do you mentality about many things. Oh yeah. Abortion, oh, yeah. not for me, but I believe in it for you. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Not for me. However, if that is your choice. <laughs> it's hard it's- for me as a woman that suffered with infertility. Because for me, that's such a hard thing, right? Because I suffered so much to get pregnant, how do I then, like, I could never do it myself. Right. Does that make me sound like a hypocrite? I don't think so. I th- I feel like if I were to look at someone else and say, no, you cannot, that makes me a hypocrite. That makes you a psycho. That makes me a fool. <laughs> yeah. That makes you a psycho. And let me tell you what, I'm going to spill my own dirt here. Spill my own tea. I was once a psycho a very long time ago. Hey, you know? Very, very long time ago. But here's what I did not know. Here's what I didn't know. What I was saying and explaining to people, I was actually I was actually pro-choice and didn't know it. Because I've always said, I've always said, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. But hey, if you want to, that's, you know, that's how it would come out. I would say something along the lines of, you know, I don't, you know, what I was basically saying was, oh, it's not for me, but. Not for me, but I believe in it for you. But I didn't know, but I didn't know that that's what I was saying. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. younger. I didn't, I didn't know that that was almost 20 years ago now. I didn't know that that was what I was saying. But I remember I was psycho for like a year because um, who was it? It was somebody that I worked with was going on a going on a camping trip, and she told me about it, and I was like, "You're gonna do what?" And I said, "No, no, 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 no! You shouldn't do that." But it was like a I just had it in my mind that this was just a very bad thing to do. Now, as I look back, I don't, I don't know if that was, that was probably the church talking, but also at the same time, uh, around that time, did I want kids yet? No, I didn't want kids yet. Okay. So that was it. So that was Mm -hmm. it. That was my, my, my training talking. And I, but see, I didn't know all along. I've been saying, oh, yeah, you know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the only difference now is that back then I was secretly judging someone. Yeah. I kept that same. Sure. You know, well, when we're young and, and when you're young and inexperienced and you think you know everything. Oh, yeah. It's easy to judge people in, in, in difficult situations yes 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 and I wasn't any exception but as you grow you learn and as you grow and as you learn you make new decisions Mm -hmm. based on who you are becoming I'm not gonna lie I love who we are right now I'm not I think (laughs) I think I think we're we're both in like a priorities and the way we approach people and life in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like is very we're just like I think I just we're just cool. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I I just feel like if more people 
not to toot my own horn. I'll toot your horn a little bit. <laughs> but I feel like if more people just approached life the way we kind of approach life, if more people said, mm, not for me, but if if that is if that is a choice that you feel like you need to make for yourself, I support that for you. Yeah. I and mean, I wish everybody felt that way. Not for me. Right. I can't make that choice for you. And I it wish com- everybody felt that way. If they that combined with minding your business, mm-hmm. people we would see a lot of different change, I think. Because with things that have that are have already been in place, so since the dawn of time, all of these, you know, old white dudes We've, sitting around making decisions for everybody has been going on for you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody has day. been a slave to the white man. You know what I mean? Right. right. So we don't. We don't. You know that hasn't like gone very far that hasn't gone too far it's still there you know whatever but at the same time it's like why oh shit sorry lost my train of thought there it goes oops uh, there went i just flew that way yeah. <laughs> shit happens to me all the time i, hate I can't i can't compare my my plight you know as a white white woman to anyone else's but i I know that there is a disproportionate amount of um, what have you. There's an awful lot of, keep wanting to say litigation, but it's not litigation. There's an awful lot of like legal framework mm-hmm. that is designed. in um oh my gosh there's so much of the legal framework that it, 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 it it's designed to benefit the white man oh yeah and incriminate people of color. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the abortion ban started. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. The original 19th century laws that criminalized abortion were intended to ensure demographic stability and dominance of white Anglo-Saxons. There it is. It, it it's we have a lot of things that go on in our country that are rooted in that mm-hmm. and now generations later here we are you know and the fight is on the younger generations are are the ones coming in with their guns blazing which for all intents and purposes is great for the most part we do have some misses out there Uh, Mm -hmm. but for the most part you know all this change that's going on you know it's coming out here and and really making some big impact it's just this one I feel like we really need to get down packed and like nail it like nail it to the wall because this we shouldn't be having these conversations yeah we shouldn't be talking about this. I should not have to consult someone when I need to do something to my own body. I really hope there's some sort of uh, I hope they kill it. Honest to God, I hope they kill it. I do too. Otherwise, there's going to be there's going to be a real problem in these streets. I think that We'll do, you know, we'll do what we always done. There's always, there's always front runners in any movement. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we're going to have to, we don't know yet because it hasn't, nothing's happened. We're just, 
we're mad at the at the notion that this is even going on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we do have a fight coming, we need to fight smart. And with that's right. All the information that we can get, because that's right. When you're armed with that, and you get all your facts together, oh, they you, get big you know, mad at the truth. Yeah, I mean, and you get and you work smart. That's right. It, it's it's better. It's it it always seems to turn out better now. Of course, back in the day, like way back, back back my grandma's day, and and forward, um, especially where protests and things were involved, they were a little reckless. Sometimes they got a little reckless on you. I'm not suggesting that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> suggesting. I'm not suggesting reckless things. Nothing like that. I'm just saying, line up the information, you know, and as far as us fighting and doing what we can, we just got to, well, for one, we need to wait for some further information because we, we ain't got shit to go on. <laughs> right? Right. Ow. Right now, we don't have anything to go on. But, you know, if the shit does hit the fan, maybe, you know, I'm sure that there will be marches and things of that nature mm-hmm. and if, that's, if, if that's your gig get on out there mm-hmm. maybe there's you know there's plenty of ways there's there's other ways to fight like if there's you know if there are petitions going around or if there are letters being written to different uh, politicians if there's you know stuff like that going on by all means get involved Mm-hmm. For sure. If you're I, if you're a marcher, handle your business, girl. Mm-hmm. Put your, coot, get your cooter hat on. That's right. Get that get that pink pussy hat on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get you get a big poster. On. Listen, mm-hmm. I I have in my notes until men are not making the laws for us, we must govern mm-hmm. ourselves and be loud as hell. Well, that's what we're going to have to do. That's what we're going to have to do. And, you know, someone fighting for us that sees we're grown women, for God's sake. Mm. We're grown women. We're, we're, we're not. Can we just stop forcing people to do things that they don't want to do? I don't. Can we let people have some say in what happens to their own? freaking bodies that would be great I would like that very much we don't need anybody to tell us how to do things Mm-mm. we don't we really do. we're our own people and we can very much take care of ourselves that's and right there's some women out here doing it every single fucking day mm, taking care of ourselves and them and them and them, and them, and little pe- and those little people over there that I mm. call children. And in fact, I'm taking care of that dude in there. He's got a man cold. Hmm. And forgot how to eat. I'm taking care of him too. He don't know what he's doing. Shoot. Who makes his doctor's appointment? Listen. Me. <laughs> I've on. been very blessed with a man that can take care of himself. I'm very, Thank very God. lucky. Very, very yes, lucky. Yeah, for sure. Take care of yourself. You want to be taking care of us all the time. It's How true. about you take care of yourself? I bet you look for your wife when you stubbed your toe this morning. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think we have given the people a fair amount to chew on. Okay. I think we've given the people... We have given the people all that they could handle. This is going to be interesting to edit. This is going to be very interesting to edit. I think I'll be I don't right. think we're going to have to re-record it. I think we've no, made no, no. Some I think very okay. good points. I think we've, mm-hmm. we've rambled a little bit. We've rambled a little bit, but you know, I always clean up the rambling. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be all good. Well, we might even have a topic for next week. We might even have a topic now you guys know that we don't do that that often uh, uh, it's rare it. it's yes. rare it's very rare but i think we might have a topic it'll be a fun topic sort of 
Mm-hmm. Just in case, <laughs> just in case we come up with something else, we're not going to hit you with it just yet. You'll have to keep no. your eyes peeled. Yeah, you got to keep your eyes peeled. I'm back on the game. I'll have the Instagram updated shortly. Mm. Um, but until then, I believe that we will see you on the next one. We're uh, we're out of here. Yes, we're out of here. Until then, mind your business. <laughs> mind your mo- Oops, I forgot. My mama is, watch- is listening to this podcast. Hey, Sorry, mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? My mama's listening, too. Hi, mama. <laughs> Bye. <All right>. Bye. <laughs>for tuning in to the can of queens podcast we appreciate you listening go ahead and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode drops and while you're at it go ahead and give us a follow on instagram at can of queens podcast and we'll see you on the next one